If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is a way to buy and rent all your favorite games while saving money. Go to Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. Go to Gamefly.com slash unlocked and start your free premium 30-day trial today. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 291 of Unlocked, which is the world's number one Xbox show. This week we are talking about uh, Peter Molyneux's comments on Kinect. Uh, Marty reviewed ukulele, so we're going to talk about that. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is backwards compatible and we have some news about a new Remedy game. Um, Ryan is sick right now. He's just about to go on holidays. Terrible time to get sick. Yeah. But I am Alana Pierce. I'm joined by Marty Slipper and Dustin Legary. Hi, everybody. Uh, hopefully Ryan will be back, what, two weeks? Eventually. He's out for a little bit, right? You're out forever, too. Yeah, I am out for two weeks. So. Dustin, Dustin and I are going are gonna to just drive this one right to the ground. It's, it's going to be great. Be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm going to Celebration uh, this week. Max will also be there. A um, bunch of our LA teams going there. That was awful. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People should tune into that. I mean, obviously, aside from the Last Jedi trailer, we're going to get a big Battlefront 2 reveal that yeah. you're going to be covering. Did uh, they confirm we're getting a trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I, stuff. I don't know if they've confirmed, confirmed, we're but we're getting a trailer. Yeah. 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 I'm so, uh, aside from Star Wars, there's not a ton of Xbox news this mm-hmm. week. Um, and we are recording early. So there's probably going to be some amazing news that we will have missed. Yeah, this is Tuesday afternoon. We usually record Wednesday morning. So if uh, Xbox 4 gets announced, then uh, we'll probably delete this episode. Our bad. We'll probably delete this episode and record a new one if Xbox (laughs) 4 gets announced. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, it seems big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But Marty, you reviewed ukulele. I did. What did you think? It was good. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I gave it a 7.0. Uh, you can check out my review on the site. The game's uh, live now, downloadable for 40 bucks. Um, I liked it. Uh, you know, yeah, 7.0 is good on our scale. Yes. Uh, I think uh, at its best, it is a really charming, colorful, well-designed 3D platformer with a handful of really smart levels, uh, some fun abilities, good writing, mm-hmm. and uh, there's moments where it totally reminds you of those classic rare games like uh, you know like Banjo and DK64, which obviously the team at Playtonic is made up of a ton mm-hmm. of X-Rare people. Uh, the soundtrack is by Grant Kirkhope and David so Wise, good. which are uh, you know composers from Donkey Kong Country and Banjo and everything. Um, the reason I gave it a 7, though, is because there, uh, there's a little bit of a polish issue. Uh, some of the collision camera. detection is bad. Some of the camera, a lot of times, we were playing yesterday for our live yeah. stream, and the camera will just get locked in place. And you'll totally lose control over it. Yeah. Which is how are the facial animations? Facial animations are great. <laughs> they're great. I mean, they're a little oh, weird. Right. Like he does a weird licking thing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Yuka does a lot of 
Yeah. But he says hey when he does it, yeah. so it's like hey, yeah. hey. Yeah, it's, it's he licks a lot of stuff. I'm a yeah. little bit uncomfortable with that. No, why? That's fine. Yeah, okay, it's fine. All Not right, bad. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I absolutely love the soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. I tweeted Grant Coke up this morning saying that I think it's one of the best parts of the game. Mm-hmm. They really nailed the banjo feel on yes, that, absolutely. and I didn't even realize how important that was. Yeah, totally. And uh, I mean, music's obviously one of those things that can make or break an experience, or yeah. enhance something, or really detract from something. Um, but yeah, aside from the the camera issues and the collision issues, uh, my main problem is that there are five worlds, yes. which doesn't seem like a lot. Not a ton. It's not a lot. Uh, each one can be expanded upon, though, so you can sort of double the size of each world. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the worlds I actively dislike, which is a casino, which is the fourth world. Yeah. Um, and so, in theory, one-fifth of the game I find unenjoyable. And then uh. the other levels range from there's some incredible levels, and then there's some that are just sort of, like, fine. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what specifically in the casino level you didn't like? Yeah. It just felt, given its source material, which a casino is loud and garish and full of energy and vibrant. And terrible. Uh, and terrible. Full of energy? A lot of what casinos stuff. do you go to? I mean, you're full of energy as in, like, it's a sensory overload. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. yeah. Yeah. It's mostly people crying. But yeah. this thing is like an it feels like an empty Locked casino. Um, it is. It right? is. Yeah, it's it's sort of devoid of life and uh it's the only world where instead of sort of collecting the uh pages which are the jiggies in this game mm-hmm. as you would in a traditional 3D platformer, you have to play a bunch of sort of casino games or mini games and then cash in tokens. And a lot of the mini games are slot machines which Get just them while they're young. Which is I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's just not those There's games. There's one in Skyland last year as well. There was a casino level. It, it was good fun. I mean, there was one in Sonic setting. 2 that I played the heck out of. The Sonic 2 casino. So levels. weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's funny that casino is a theme like fire and ice and forest. <laughs> it really is. It's like the only like man-made thing. Well, it's because Best it's so casino. recognizable. Yeah. You see a casino and you know exactly what it is as soon as you see it. And I think translating that into a game level is probably sure. a really easy thing to do. Yeah. Especially because like when you think of like American cities, Las Vegas is far and away one of the most like easily recognizable. Absolutely. For better or for worse. Yeah. Usually for worse. We have to go to Vegas a lot for work, which is... Fine for a day or two. It's it fine is. for a layover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes. A, good, a hot layover. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the camera issues, I saw some of those yesterday. Uh, you were playing on our live stream. That full video is up on uh, YouTube.com slash IGN. But there was a part where I played actually for our uh, BitFight episode. Mm-hmm. And y- y- it's hard to see it. Like, it's hard to see a camera issue unless you're the one controlling yeah. it. And there were just moments where I would be staring at the ground and I literally couldn't move the camera. Yeah. I don't know how that, it that lock, happens. It locks you in. Um, and it's, I, I don't know, to me, cameras... Interesting angle. Yeah, cameras yeah. in the 3D era are unsung heroes because the best cameras are the ones you literally never think of. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not thinking about a camera, it's doing its job. Absolutely. The second you have to start thinking about it and it pulls you out of the game, that's when, you know, something went wrong. Yeah. Where's that award? Award, best camera. Yeah, I mean, best camera would just <laughs> be like, we'd say a game, you'd be like, what? I don't remember the camera in that. You're exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> and there's yeah. too many of those. Yeah. Like, right? There are a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it felt to me like, uh, you know, the the, the the talent and ideas were there, but it sort of lacked a final first party polish that you know the the rare games did, and that a Nintendo developed game would, or that something like Ratchet and Clank would. Yeah, so there are some peripheral things worth mentioning. Um, I've seen a lot of people say it got bad reviews. It didn't. It got very mixed reviews. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jim Sterling gave it a two out of ten, and I think said something along the lines of "This is trash," and I don't think yeah, anyone which I. It. I, I don't agree with that. I don't either. But his criticism was that it is basically a '90s game that didn't adapt to 2017. So Which, Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. No, I, I just don't think it's as much of a floor as Jim did. Yeah. Um, in that a lot of the systems are really, really similar, including the camera, I suppose. Yeah, um, and even like the moves, there's a lot of one-to-one analogs with exact things from Banjo, from the way you fly, to yeah. double jumps, to projectiles, to shields. Yeah. Um, it very much feels like a... a 
banjo remix. Yeah, and I think that that was intentional. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So the thing is, comparing it to you know Lost Years like Ratchet and Clank, uh, it doesn't hold up well. Mm-hmm. But as a game that is basically Banjo Three, which is what it's trying to be, I think it does a really good job yeah. of that. So I think it it does what it intended to really well. And some people are going to hate it. Some people are going to love it. Um, so I would recommend it to banjo fans. Yeah. I think that kids would probably still really like it. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't know if kids like three D platformers. Like, I don't know if that's what a kids like. I don't know. Like, Does I just any of us know. I mean, yeah. What is Ryan? Child experts candy here. Crush. Yeah. Um, it's like Candy Crush. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we're, we're going to see if kids like three D platformers because we're getting Psychonauts. Uh, we're getting obviously the Voodoo Vince clock, uh, HD thing yeah. that's coming out very soon. Uh, Skylar and Flux and Hat in Time and then Mario at the end of the year. So I feel like this will be a good. A lot of them this year. Yeah, this will be a good uh, litmus test for. Like if pretty, sure, genres. pretty sure kids still play Mario. Yeah, I'm not too worried so? about that. I really don't <laughs> yeah, I don't hang around with a lot of kids, which is probably good. I think it's just Minecraft mostly. Yeah, I think some of them like League of Legends. Yeah. Aside from that, <laughs> yeah. I've, the, the Minecraft thing, I just randomly thought of this. Max was telling me a story about how when, one of the first games he remembers playing was Tetris, mm. and he didn't understand the rules of Tetris that you were supposed to clear blocks. Yeah. And so he saw the picture of the castle on the front, and so he kept trying to make the castle using the blocks. Wow. And I was, and he's like, I would always lose. That's because cool. And I was like, oh, I don't think I made my castle well enough. And I'm like, oh, you pretty much uh, created Minecraft. You <laughs> really did. Yeah. I was huh. like, good job. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say that I think that people who – didn't like Banjo, won't like this. And I don't know if people who don't... I don't know if I would recommend it to people who don't have the nostalgia unless they are kids. Yeah, it's one of those... If you're unsure of... If you like didn't play Banjo and you're unsure of whether you'd like Banjo or not, I would recommend Rare Replay. Oh, absolutely. Because it's oh, yeah. probably cheaper than Just this right now. Just in general, play get, Rare Replay. Oh, I mean, Rare Replay, if, if, someone <laughs> was, if someone was buying an Xbox tomorrow and said, what should I buy? I'd say that and Sunset Overdrive and Gears and the yeah. same breath. Yeah, and another thing that's worth mentioning is that this was a Kickstarter game. Like, it's so easy to forget that, and we yeah, have yeah. a lot of failed Kickstarter projects. This one was technically a success. Yeah. They delivered on everything that they promised. We yeah, still totally. don't have a release date for the Switch, yeah. um, but it came out. I think there was one delay. Yeah, there's a little bit of a delay, but uh, I mean, what, what? It was handled pretty well. Yeah, and they they were super open and communicative with the backers. They released yeah. the toy box for the backers, which was really cool. Yeah. Some of the physical awards are going out are really great. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm I I enjoyed this. Uh, totally recommend it to people. If you think you're gonna like ukulele, you probably will. If that yeah, makes any sense. Yeah, I think sense. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, and I really hope the game does well and that we uh, see Platonic uh, go on to, you know, a Yuka 2 maybe and, yeah. and sort of fix on some of the mistakes of this game and, and really build something special. Yeah, I also just always want this genre to succeed because it means we get more of it. And, you know, there are people in the chat yesterday when we were uh, live streaming saying they wanted another Spyro game. Mm. Like, I don't know if that happens when uh, Spyro is basically Skylander's mascot at this point. Yeah. But I wouldn't say no to a new Spyro game. No. If, like, this does really well and that's encouragement for another Spyro, mm-hmm. that would be super cool. Yeah. I guess we'd have to wait and see, though. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next topic, Peter Molyneux was on Unfiltered uh, this week talking to Ryan. Uh, he talks about Fable regrets and some truth bombs about Connect. I'm going to read the quotes here. He did not like the Connect. He, well, <laughs> sh- shocking. Yeah. Um, so he said, "You know, Connect. I'll be honest with you. It was a disaster." Um, we're talking about Connect 1.0 here. Mm-hmm. It started as as this device which kind of could do everything itself. It didn't take up any processor power. The field of view could encompass the whole room. The audio on it, which no one really talks about, was originally supposed to be multi-sensing. It could sense where you were. I don't think that actually ended up happening. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, I think it did in two, right? <laughs> it did in yeah, two, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it ended up being none of those things, he said, highlighting how you had to sit in a very limited region for it to work. Its promise was so horrendous. In fact, it reminds me a little bit of VR at the moment, he added. Yeah. Um, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because one of the most, you know, sort of iconic connect things that never came out was Project Milo. Um, yeah. And that was supposed to be their, like, 
this is your you now have an on screen child and you have to use connect to he's like a Tamagotchi but he's a real boy. Yeah. Um, Some people felt weird about it. Oh yeah, I felt very weird. weird. About it. Yeah. I also just felt weird like I am envisioning in my head when Lionhead closed that there was one TV left with Milo on it and he was hey, like guy? please don't turn me off. <laughs> please don't. And you literally had to you had to pull the plug on and he's RIP Milo. Sorry buddy Milo. Yeah, rip Milo. Do you want to play? <laughs> no Milo, not today. Uh, <laughs> this entire interview is super interesting though. Ryan uh, unfiltered if you guys don't know is Ryan's uh, one-on-one interview show where he's yes. had uh, uh, you, know, you can lit- tell he's filming it because he wears fancy shirts to work. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're doing on yeah. today? <laughs> he's shirtless the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he puts on, he's ripped. He yeah. usually puts on a t-shirt for this. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically Wolverine under all <laughs> yeah. those nice yeah. Well, he's like, well, he crazy. looks like uh, what's his name from Tales from the Borderlands, Vaughn, who when he does take his shirt off is ripped. Yeah, which is really Surprise. weird. So like, Ryan's a pretty lean dude. It would be I, I find I think I would find it funny if he just had a sweet six pack on yeah. the show that we <laughs> didn't knows? know about. Who knows? He could do. Yeah. That got very off track. Yeah. <laughs> he does not get shirtless on yeah. Unfiltered. Um, but yeah, this is, I, th- I think part of it's uh, up yet. now, not the whole yeah. episode. Yeah, it yet. goes up, uh, yeah, piecemeal. But uh, uh, I wanted to ask, did either of you have Connect 1.0? Yeah. Did you use it much? Not really. The dancing stuff, I think. That's all I bought it for. Yeah. And Dance Central was really good. I still found it a little uh, buggy, but. That was a harmonics one, right? I just mean it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to harmonics yeah. develop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but, you know, I've mentioned it a million times on the show before that I really like Connect 2.0 and used it all the time. And uh, one of the biggest differences between the two of them, I mean, aside from Connect 1.0 not functioning the way that you wanted it to. Is 2.0 the one on the one? Or did they yeah. do yeah. Yeah. There was only, yeah. yeah, there was the 360 version and then there was the Xbox okay. one. Just yeah. making sure yeah. I, there wasn't like some middle no, version. No, no, yeah. no, no. no. Um, so in Australia on Connect 1.0, to get it to pick up your voice, you would have to speak in an American accent. It's like they didn't have enough test groups. And I was talking to them about this. I'll about, have a hamburger. Yeah, well, I would <laughs> Howdy, hamburger. <laughs> Howdy. Uh, I was talking to them about oh, Xbox Australia about this when um, 2.0 came out. And they basically had to get people's families to come in because they didn't have enough Australian voices and they didn't have enough female voices. Really funny. So they would have to bring people in so that they could basically teach Connect what Australians sounded yeah. like. And it was it was really funny at parties if we would be trying to play a dance game on Connect 1.0 and everyone would be like, Dance Central! We'd like to listen to Neo. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll great. use my credit yeah. card. <laughs> That's my but I think I, I only used part. it like five times and then almost never again. Did you ever review a Connect kind of game? I think so. So I reviewed the only times I used oh, Connect God. 1.0 were two games I reviewed, and it was uh, Fable the Journey, mm-hmm. which uh, wasn't good, uh, and then Gunstringer, which I still say is the best Connect game. Really? Yeah. What ever. about that one that Marty, came recently? I had to play the Star Wars game, oh, and it was I, the whole game. Yeah. And it's literally just jump. Yeah. Was it jump. good exercise at least? Yeah. I was definitely sweaty afterwards. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that's ever, not fun. Did you ever play Gunstringer? No. It was by Twisted Pixel. So the whole thing was like it was sort of a it was like an endless runner western, but you were a marionette, mm. and so you as the player were controlling the puppet. Oh, cool! And you would like move with your fingers so you and then down? shoot with. Other, yeah, you could totally sit down. The problem was I had to play it in my bedroom, which was really small at the time, and the only way I could get enough room and enough distance between me and my TV was to literally play it in my closet. And so, no. like, I had to open my closet, move my clothes, and then sit in my closet playing it. And I remember my girlfriend coming home at the time being like, what's going on now? <laughs> it was, like, one of the first games uh, I reviewed at, uh, at One Up. I was like, is this, is this it? Is this what, what I'm doing now? Yeah. Well, the Xbox One Connect has such a big range. Like, yeah. you know, you can see what the camera actually picks up when yeah. you want to scan a QR code or whatever. And uh, my parents actually Skyped me on Christmas from my living room and the connect or the yeah the connect is on the floor in that room 
And I guess they're not great with technology, so it was like 50% carpet and then like half of my parents, like not their heads. I mean, it's like, guys, yeah. come on. Yeah, if I ever like FaceTime my parents, it's always like, yep, yeah, that's your jaw. Your jaw well, looks if it's great. my grandma, it's like her, she's very close. To, I can all, only see her forehead and just nothing else of her face. It's yeah. like, damn it, now. Bring your yeah. camera off. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to talk about Connect too much in the future given that Xbox no. One it doesn't come with it anymore and that they, I think they said Scorpio in the, is not. Scorpio doesn't have, well, yeah. it'll support it, but it doesn't have. Like the exact, you so would you need, need an adapter. I, I took mine out and put it in storage. Yeah. Yeah, it was a sad I, day. I yeah. like using it, but now that we have Cortana on Xbox One, you control, can control everything through that. It was only the voice commands that I liked. Sure. Yeah. I love Xbox One, Xbox Off. Sorry yeah. if everyone just had their consoles turned off. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, I, I know it's such a small thing, but it really appeals to me. It shows you remember the show. He would purposely say Xbox, Xbox On. <laughs> you guys remember when uh, the Kinect was in Paranormal Activity? <laughs> And this no. ghost. And no. This, they, they used it to like sense the ghosts or something. Really? That, and it was like a marketing hand, I think that single handedly <laughs> paid for that movie is whatever Microsoft gave them to put the connect in there. Yeah. Which yeah. one was that? Oh, I think it was four. They have yeah. too many of them. It was either yeah. two or four because three was in the past. Man. Yeah. That's crazy cool. It was then, yeah. There's also just like a bunch of uh, interesting connect stories. Like one of them was that it can tell if you're dead. And this was totally what it can body tell heat? if you, no body, body heat and heartbeat because it can track everything like that, which I think is amazing tech. Like I, yeah. I'm such a Connect supporter, even though I don't use it, but <laughs> it can tell if you're dead. And one of the rumors before it came out was that it would automatically um, call, the call an ambulance. Or I like the idea. Like I feel like I would be the person where I'd come home drunk, connect, try to use my Connect, me. and my Connect would think I was dead, and then I'd get worried that I yeah, was dead. And you just have police there. Or, yeah. yeah, it gives you a warning if you die. Well, you or like you dead? Already, <laughs> are you dead? Hit A to confirm you not dead. Well, that said, do you? Can you imagine like a future where Connect has been used as like some kind of household device and it can be like uh, your levels are too low, like if you need insulin or something like that? What if Milo launched with a Connect and he checked to see if you were dead? It's just Milo. Yeah. Want to play? Oh, yeah. Marty, are you okay? <laughs> I, I'm not good at that. That, no, that was, good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Uh, moving on to games that are actually good. <laughs> Connect. Uh, we updated our top 25 Xbox One games list. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to read out the top five. Good stuff in here. This yeah. is a really good list. Uh, so it's five, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Fantastic I, game. I gotta finish that game still. I mean, you don't really. Like, the thing is, it's a great game. I think everyone should play it. You don't really need to finish it. I just, I love stealth games. I love to, like, perfectly stealth an area. And if I screw it up, I reload. So yeah. I probably have 30 hours in that game. And I've just cleared doing the same two thing. bases. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, you know? the best thing about that game, or one of the things I like the most about it is... Like, you make the horse poop? That you can make the horse. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say something that's kind of happening with Zelda now is that you can approach everything very differently. So everyone has this like unique story. Yeah, yeah. And, and it feels like it's happening to you and not to anyone else. And yeah. everyone approaches things different ways. So the stories that come out of that are fascinating. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it does. Like you said, it feels bespoke. It's like, oh, you created the scenario just for me. Yeah, this is mine. This exists on my save file and no one else's. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's really cool. Um, I found the multiplayer stuff ridiculous and overwhelming though, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, number four, The Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt. Why are there so many massive hour-long games? They were, yeah. they were close <laughs> yeah. to each other last year, too. It's, fu- it's funny to, really to go from five to yeah, two, before. and then one's a little bit different. Uh, I uh, So it's funny. I, I led our PS4 list, mm-hmm. uh, and The Witcher is number one on that list. I really think <laughs> The Witcher 3 is one of the best games ever made. I haven't played it. It is fantastic. I played a little bit of it. Can you play just I Blood and I Wine? haven't played two of the games on this list. Uh, I still haven't finished out. Mass Effect. I haven't finished Zelda. Playing Destiny stuff. I don't think finishing <laughs> Zelda is an issue. I don't think Mass Effect yeah. Zelda is off brand. Have you yeah, been streaming I, that? No, I just okay. I'm about fifty percent done, but I have to do all the side stuff now. So I just kind of want to do like I'm probably going to finish it on my vacation. Well, that's yeah. how you should that's play Mass goal. Effect, right? So, yeah. Like Marty and I had a weird experience playing through Mass Effect One, and that 
we were doing it for video, so we tried not to do side stuff. And I like part of me kind of felt bad because that kind of tarnishes the experience. Mm-hmm. But I might stream it, but it's literally going to be like I'm probably not going to respond to the chat because this is kind of because I'm paying attention. Like, this is yeah. the yeah. thing. See, the first yeah. time that's through. why I never streamed when I had the opportunity to. Is that like I play games and talk about games so much yeah. that the idea that I would do that constantly, like for everything I'm playing for fun as well, seems kind of overwhelming. overwhelming. I've been streaming yeah. a lot of Destiny lately because it's the perfect game. It's just you talking you, with your and friends, you, know you interact too. with chat, well, and yeah. know the game really you could well. Probably, yeah, you could play that game in your There's sleep. not a yeah. Story. Yeah. 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 So, well, hopefully yeah. soon they will be. Yeah. The teasers definitely. have been looking really good. Um, number three is Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I didn't play. I, I that. finished that one really good. Can't believe you didn't play it. No. So we must It's because I hate women. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, Rise of Tomb Raider is incredible and yeah. has only gotten better with the DLC. Um, oh, that's right. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Shout to Baba Yaga. <laughs> Uh, number two is Grand Theft Auto V. Obviously, a fantastic game. Awesome. I walked by John Ryan's desk today, and he was playing this multiplayer level that looked like Tron. And I'm like, is this, I'm like, is this a mod? And then I look down, and he's playing it on PS4. And I'm like, oh no, this isn't a mod. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't that was it. two DLCs ago, I think. It's insane, and it yeah. looks like it was almost like a, it was like a turf war, like Splatoony thing, where you're trying to take over. They was, are doing there was a so Tron well. Mod yeah. where you could do the light cycle, and I'm like, did that inspire them to actually add it to the game? Yeah, maybe. Awesome. When everyone's like, where's the single player uh, GTA V DLC? It's like, well. This is it, one of the best it. online worlds that they that and, has ever been made. Yeah. Like, Heists they, are yeah. so fun. Well, it's also just they basically saw that people were using the games as – they were using it as a gang and they'd have their own hideouts. And that's why they added that biker DLC that was like, people are already doing this. Why don't we formally facilitate yeah, it? It's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's also crazy that a developer – like you always think of Rockstar as – they don't listen to anyone. They make their they make the game they want to make. Mm-hmm. But with GTA Online, it is totally they are paying They're attention to what everyone is doing. Yeah, and the game is adapting and growing based on that. I'm similar to Minecraft, cool. honestly. Yeah, totally. Uh, which I, I have high hopes for the Red Dead uh, multiplayer. Yeah, if, um, if they're able to take this, but sort of just transpose it into a Western setting. Although I don't know if like the oh, I, I need to know more about Red Dead. We only have that one trailer. I'm just like I want to see more. Like I'm in on Red Dead. I want to know a little bit more. About yeah, yeah. just I mean, a little thoughts, bit more about the narrative. The big, Not yeah. too much. The big question about that is, you know, Rockstar traditionally doesn't go to E3, but with is Red Dead gonna be at E3? Would it be on Sony stage because we know they sort of have a partnership with them? I really um, don't know. Are they bigger than that and sort of going to do their own thing? Or yeah. is it actually going to come out in November or yeah. actually going to come out this fall? Because I still could see that as a candidate. I could see slipping. that one being delayed. Yeah. Since GTA 5 got delayed. Yeah. And there's a lot there, too. Yeah, it's going to be a busy fall. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But um, slight side note, there was an uh, interview. I don't remember which outlet published it, unfortunately, uh, with Peter Molyneux. Um, no, us? sorry, not Peter Molyneux. I mean Peter Moore. Yeah. Um, it was Definitely. basically he said a bunch of stuff about uh, you know working with Sega and – they did. They made this video that was to show people what, show the Japanese what people thought of the Sega brand. And uh, I mean, the crux of it is that Peter Moore ended up having to swear at the guy who made Sonic, pretty much. And like, th- that's the crux of it. But that's really good. They did an, uh, these interviews. The point was they asked people to uh, relate like different publishers as family members and rockstar was like the drunk uncle that shows up every now and then and delivers something awesome and is yeah. entertaining in the life of the party and then just kind of years yeah, just kind of leaves through it i was I like, really like that, that is spot on yeah, i really like and they that. said sega was like your kind of cool uh grandfather that you know is cool but you don't really remember why he was cool yeah. anymore and that's the reason that the japanese guys were like this is false. You falsified this. No one would ever say that about Sega. Sega is a great brand. So Peter Moore literally was like told the translator to tell him to F off. 
And he was like, there's no way for me to put that in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fascinating interview. Yeah. I unfortunately don't remember which outlet um, wrote it up, but I imagine if you look up Peter I think it'd be pretty funny if it was you'll us, find it. if this was like an episode of Unfiltered. Oh, dang. I think it, Sorry, it really could be. No, no, it, it totally wasn't. Um, I, I really don't remember the outlet, but it was not IGN. Imagine games. You see, in America. <laughs> <laughs> and then number one, which we have uh, spoken praises of so much, is Inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we don't even need to talk about that again. If you haven't played it and you're watching the show, just play it. Why? It's also, like it's a few hours long. Yeah. Also, in, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. talking about four games that all take like upwards, like 30 to 300 hours to play. I think Tomb Raider you could do in 15, 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Witcher 3 and Metal Gear, they're like yeah, maybe GTA 5. So yeah. They could be 100 hours. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I wasn't actually in the meeting for this one. I did have to write the blurb for, shout out to this on the two game of the year. Uh, how, how, did the, how did these meetings go down? Uh, the way these go down is that we sort of we create a, a, a group of about five to seven uh, editors who they used to be uh, bigger. That used to be bigger. Uh, yeah, they used to be <laughs> bigger. Uh, it makes yeah. more a lot more sense for them to be smaller. Yeah, uh, big meetings can get horrifying. Well, people yell at each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and it's people who make sense. So it's like a lot of folks who are on Unlocked are going to be in the Xbox One. Folks mm-hmm. on Beyond are going to be in the uh, PS4 One. And then we take a look at what the list was last six months ago because we update it every six yep. months. And then we take a look at games. That have released exactly. in the last six months that could be considered to be on this list, and then we take a look at how stuff has aged. So mm-hmm. maybe a game that we thought was amazing six months ago, you're like, well, is it like is it still or open, get out of here? Open, you know, a, yeah, or amazing open world games from the beginning of a generation. You're like, well, so many other open world games have come out since that have done better, and so a lot of it is sort of a gut test. It's us looking at the uh, the, the list and sort of being like. All right, I feel like this can drop down five spots. Do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. And then we look at a new game that came out, and you're like, "How good was Dishonored 2? And we're like, eh, "It's somewhere in this range." So, are there a lot of arguments in in these yeah. ones? Like, because I know the ones for yeah. me that had the biggest arguments were ranking Zelda and ranking Final Fantasy. Yeah, people got upset. And we just we're we're do we're working on. Uh, top 100 RPGs of all time that's going up in a that's couple just, weeks. And that got into some... Those get into weird logistical the, arguments over what is an RPG. Like, we'll yeah, be like, yeah. is Breath of the Wild an RPG? And then we just yell about it. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Yeah. yeah I the top wanted- 20 usually is... People kind of put stuff in tiers. Yeah, yeah. And then you argue about the different Yeah, you tiers. put stuff into yes. buckets. and yeah. That was the thing we had with the Zelda meeting. It was like we had five, and then we were like, what order do we put the five in? And there are some people in the meeting rooms who will just be like, you are all insane. Yeah. Like, you're all dumb. Yeah. Like, and then there's part of it is we have these things where we'll be like, okay, the audience is going to be really mad at us for not putting Final Fantasy VII higher, but then there will be ten people who echoes that who's like, it doesn't matter. This is like, our We list. have to say yeah. what we believe. Yeah. Don't yeah. think about it. And it's like, I wish that the internet could see what those are like because – they see the list and it's like they think we didn't put effort into it. Yeah. They're yeah. so intense. And the lists do – like we, we put time and consideration into the list, but the lists do – Take ref- months. And they, but they reflect the people in the room. They do. So that is the thing. We are not saying this is the end-all, be-all ranking of a thing. We are saying this is what the, the, this group of people thought. It's not even that. It's so, what this group of people managed to like democratically agree to, upon. Yeah. Like For a example, of- if you had five of your buddies, if you're listening, and you yep. got in a room and you picked your top ten games of all time, you're going to have arguments yeah, about exactly. what the top ten games exactly. Yeah. And like a lot of people, the, big, the biggest comment on our PS4 one was why Nier wasn't on the list. And it's like, well, the people in the room weren't it. able to play Nier yeah. over the last month because you know that was when but Horizon and Zelda. Yeah. But the idea is that, yeah. yeah, come the next list, that should be able to shift. Totally. And yes, we have yes, to manage yes. that kind of stuff. I just I think it's a really interesting process. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I loved my first game of the year um, meetings at IGN because, you know, as someone outside of IGN, there were so many years where I disagreed with mm-hmm. game of the year scores or uh, 
the awards basically and i was like who how did this happen yeah. like how did this come to this conclusion and then seeing it in person like i wish we could record those yeah and like hearing fascinating. i mean like last year hearing the discussion of pokemon go oh yeah oh, about yeah. whether that it was, was a, a good really game yeah yeah that was really tough yeah. we even talked about it a little bit unlocked yeah for, for our well i've also we like where you look at stuff like it's not a good game per se but it's an incredible experience yeah. and does that that's such a weird does that thing. add to it does the fact that I got to wander around and explore a city and see of thousands it? of other people doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that was a really tough one. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this list is up now on IGN.com. Mm-hmm. We update it every six months. Let us know what you think. Uh, a bunch of us are in the comments there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a quick note before we move on to news is Middle Earth Shadow of War is our IGN first game for April. Mm-hmm. And there was some footage today. Yeah, we uh, we revealed uh, a battle of – it's not Minas Tirith. It was like Minas Tirith. Ithel. <laughs> I like how I said Mina, not Minas Tirith, Minas Irith. I just removed the T. Um, but it's cool because the footage looks way different than anything in uh, Shadow of Mordor because it, this is, takes place in a large human city. Yeah. Like, think Minas Tirith. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this game. We were talking at lunch about how much mm-hmm. everyone sort of loved Shadow of Mordor and it yeah, kind of came great. out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think this is coming out at a good time because this is coming out in August before sort of the deluge of Destiny and yeah. You know, yeah. Battlefront. And it's a good window for them. Yeah, yeah. totally. And yeah. Uh, was it you I saw tweeting about it, Destiny? I don't remember. Um, someone was tweeting about the updates uh, to the Nemesis system. Uh, no, that was not me. Yeah. I mean, this one is sort of it, – It's they're referring to it as Nemesis 2.0 and it's it's um, it seems like – if you, I mean, honestly, if you compare the first game to the Fellowship of the Ring, especially the movie, mm-hmm. and sort of what the the battles and confrontations were like in this, it is zooming the lens out and sort of it's bigger, bigger. Just like think of think of if you could marry the Nemesis system, if you could marry the Nemesis system, I would, I would. <laughs> uh, if you could, if you could, if I mar- could marry the Nemesis system and Batman Arkham Games combat. I would. I mean, that's why everyone was hoping that WB would just be like, this is everything. This is the Nemesis system. Yeah. Is it, is it like your date life? <laughs> like, yeah. Before yeah, you get married? No, no. I wanted the Nemesis system in a Harry Potter game. And it's, that's, I just wanted to be Mean Girls. Like, I wanted to be yes. like the Nemesis system. Like where, bully Nemesis yeah, system exactly. Girls yeah. in Harry Potter. That'd in be Harry great. Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Good stuff. I pointed at the wrong camera. Um, yeah, it seems like it's bigger. I don't know how I feel about that because honestly, the way the Nemesis system was uh, felt really personal and I liked that mm-hmm. a lot about it. So I worry that having too many people in it is kind of concerning. Yeah. The person I saw well, tweeting about it, still. which is not Destin, yeah, not me. Uh, said something along the lines of um, it looks like there are so many people in it that you might never see the same Nemesis again, which doesn't sound good to me. But um, we'll I see. I trust them. Like that first I game was too. really great. And yeah. uh, WB has done a really great job of building upon foundations. Yeah. So. And we'll have uh, more info about that the whole month. It's so mm-hmm. gory. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so happy they went that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. They cut off a lot of orc heads. Want to take a quick minute in the middle of the show here to tell you about Gamefly, the sponsor for Unlock this week. They are, of course, as many of you know, the leading video game rental service. They've got now over 9,000 titles to choose from. $60 is a lot to commit to a game without knowing if you definitely like it. Gamefly.com lets you give it a try before you buy. They let you keep the games as long as you want. You never have to worry about late fees. You can cancel anytime. And guess what? Now... They've got movie rentals for you as well, so making the service a little a little more premium for you. In fact, the premium trial that we're offering here allows you to check out two games and or movies at one time. You can only get this offer by visiting GameFly.com slash unlocked. One more time, that's GameFly.com slash unlocked. So if you want to try before you buy, be sure to give GameFly a try. Now go sign up, start playing all your favorite games absolutely free 
For 30 days, let's get back to Unlocked. And moving on to the news, uh, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops <laughs> Two is finally backwards compatible on Xbox One. Um, not much. Black Ops Two. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the list of uh, of white whales that people want as backwards compatible games is slowly shrinking. Like we got Red Dead and and we yeah, I now. tweeted at Xbox the other day. I want Dragon's Dogma. Okay. Uh, and Spec Ops: The Line. Those are the two that I really want. And Crackdown on Fable Anniversary. Original Crackdown. Is it? <laughs> oh, but uh, there are amazing games on there. Black Ops 1 already is, Red Dead Redemption, Mass Effect, uh, GTA 4, Bioshock, uh, yeah. loads of good stuff a ton on there. Of, a ton of rad XBLA games. Yep. Uh, we still don't have original Xbox games. Really want that. And I understand it's yeah. harder and we would have to actually purchase them because yeah. we never had those games digitally. But I would. I think that would be a really cool. Be fine with that. Yeah. I think it would be a really cool E3 announcement. And that was one of those, like when backwards compatibility was announced at E3 two years ago. Yeah. Like that got such an incredible Dude. pop from the audience. Did you guys know that that was going to happen? In advance, uh, I did. Yeah, I didn't. Which which thing? Announcing backwards compatibility. Oh, I was ago. stoked. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know, and I was in the actual room, the conference, and my reaction was like, because <gasps> yeah. I was just like amazed yeah. by that and so stoked about it because of, the game library. One of the now. dumbest yeah. first world problems of of working at IGN is like the surprises are rarely there at E3 for us. Yeah, and part of it is like last year I tried to have people not tell me about announcements. But they were like, this is your job. Yeah, it's you like have literally. To yeah, know. We have to and I was like, for this. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like kind of sad. It's fun reacting. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Like, I don't know about Killer Instinct. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. super yeah. stoked. Yeah, yeah and uh, that was the first time I'd, saw, I'd seen We Happy Few was last year, which yeah, like, yeah. I know other people had seen that before me, but mm-hmm. I, I was super stoked about that. So. Um, we have Xbox Store spring sale details. It's going from April 11 to 17. Includes games, TV, and movies. There are some incredible deals. Yeah, so we have deals on oh. Overwatch, Deus Ex, Mankind yeah. Divided, uh, Sunset Overdrive, Wolfenstein, The New Order is 660. I uh, tweeted about that as soon as I saw it. Yeah, if you haven't already played that, you absolutely Wolfenstein should. was free at one point, so if you missed that, you're... Was it? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 and the Design Lab custom Xbox One controllers are $15 off. I actually, I'm going to do that this month. I'm going to get one of you're going to get a custom? What, what color are you going to design it? I don't... I, I, like a watermelon. I said this last time. It's green, pink, and yellow. Why? I think we have one why? of those. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> why? Why? We already why? made the other controller. controller. Like I don't know. I like that scheme of colors. Okay, but most um, importantly, Catherine's $3. Catherine is $3, and we oh, have discounts on back compatible so Xbox. pause the episode right now. Go. You're paused. Good. It's... Good. Wait, if you're paused, you're not listening to... Oh, dang. I did not <laughs> no. well enough. Uh, but no, I, we've spoken about this ad, uh, ad nauseum on the show. Catherine is one of my favorite games of all time. You guys should go. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go buy that digital You haven't played it I yet? Can. No, I have. Oh. I played it on my Australian Xbox 360 forever ago. I never finished it. So. Playing yeah. it like when it was out, I love talking with my friends about the decisions you made, who you ended up they with. They did a good the job end. of integrating so community fun. into that. Yeah, You totally. can see what people yeah, have done. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Like a Telltale game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very good. So we talk about those all the time. Uh, check so them out. Awesome. And that's not the only Xbox 360 game. Um, Lost Odyssey and the original Mass Effect are as well. Uh, plus some Windows 10 titles, Forza Horizon 3 and Halo Wars 2 on Windows. So um, check that out while you yeah. still can. Good old deals. If you're going to play the Mass Effect games, I really like the EA deal where you get access to all of them, basically. Do you? Yeah. Is that... Um, it's 1, 2, and 3. It's EA Access. EA Play. I can't remember. It's always EA something. Yeah, yeah Access is the Xbox service. It's a subscription service. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's I think Access. It's access. Yeah. 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 Um, Remedy, the makers of Alan Wake, Max Payne, and uh, Quantum Break, announced a code name for the next project, which is P7. We don't know anything Persona. about it. Persona 7? <laughs> 6? Uh, we what? don't know anything about it except that it is coming to PlayStation as well. They previously, um, except for Max Payne? So they have they have uh, their last couple games have been exclusive to uh, Xbox, Xbox and PC yes. since Max Payne Two. Yes, 
So um, this is going to use their in-house Northlight engine, which was used in Quantum Break, which I thought was a very good-looking game. Oh, yeah. It was a gorgeous and, game. Um, and, and so was Alan Wake. They, they just make pretty games. Yeah, but, that's I, true. I mean, totally... I don't know. I think it makes sense in this current climate to try to put your game as, on as many platforms as possible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you have a note about their growth. Yeah, so they had growth of 19.4% How? Uh, like last financially? year. financially? Yeah. Uh, Quantum Break did really well. and it's well, awesome to hear. For them, yeah. I think, uh, was the biggest entertainment production to come out of Finland at the time of release, which is pretty insane. I really like that game. Did you guys play it? I didn't finish which it. Quantum, Quantum, Quantum Break. Break. Yeah. yeah, I got about 40 Fifty percent through. Yeah, I, I enjoyed playing that game because the TV was well directed and well acted, and it was. I like the the movie parts. Well, it was fun yeah. to watch because I, that's, that's like the way I played war. it. Was like it was an episode at a time, um, and obviously we did that dumb episode of Unlocked with the, the dramatic the script. The time knife. That was that like did one of a my lot of things. I did time knife was really good. That was super. Yeah. That was Someone Mitch's animated last thing. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. awesome. R.I.P. Mitch. Um, so we don't know what the next game is. It's not going to be Alan Wake Two or Quantum Break Two. Uh, it's probably not going to be Max Payne because Rockstar has Max Payne. And we do know that they are working on a sequel to some Korean thing with a, a publisher called Smilegate. Um, Wait. We don't know what the sequel is or what game that's going to be, but yeah. that's one of two games. They but they've to. said that it's a are sequel there... to, quote, one of the most popular games in the world. Uh, yeah, no idea. What which it? we, I don't, my, my guess is that it is some sort of game as a service or free to play game that none of us have ever heard That's of. That's such a Do weird we thing for them Korean to do. Developers off the top of our heads. I mean, Smilegate, they're working with Smilegate, which yeah, has what made have they created? nothing you've ever heard of. Huh. I looked at the list of games. Yeah. They made this game Crossfire, which has 650 million registered users. Uh, and it makes over a billion dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, never heard of it. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think this other thing they're talking about is separate from this. I think this is the other game they're talking about, which is going to also exist new on IP. PS4, is a new IP that is going to be more like a traditional Remedy game. Well, I assume it'll play similarly to Quantum Break. Um, yeah, I mean, Alan Wake similarly. and Quantum Break aren't that different. No, they both end in ache. I know, that was a great point. Um, but no, I, I, I think it's interesting that they've done sort of hard boiled noir with. Uh, <laughs> Noir. Noir. Uh, with Max Film Payne. Noir. They've done uh, horror, psychological horror with Alan Wake, and then uh, obviously they did just hard sci-fi with yeah. um, with uh, Quantum Break. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure what I want from them. It's going to be something cinematic. Yeah. It's going to be something story-heavy. Yes. Probably a third-person game. I would guess Supernatural. I think that's you what they would go back go to. Go back to Supernatural? Yeah. I really, I mean, I like, obviously, Alan Wake a lot more than you do. Alan Max Wake Payne. sucks. It's Max Payne. It's definitely it's not time. Max Payne. We talk, it would be I would so love a new cool. Max Payne, yeah. but it's, it's time. not. It would be cool if, if Rockstar gave them the, the keys to it again. I guess it's possible. Yeah. I love Max Payne. Like, I, I want well. another one of those games yeah. for sure. I really liked Max Payne 3 as well. So did I. That's strange. One of it was a weird games, departure. I, I finished it and played it immediately again. Oh, interesting. I, like, just wanted to play through that game. Yeah, so yeah. I really enjoyed that game. Um, yeah. Moving on, GameStop's system was compromised. So if you bought anything from their website... This does not apply to install purchases. Then keep a close eye on your bank. Um, yeah, fun fact. So every once in a while, my credit card company will be like, hey, here's a new credit card. Uh, you need to update it. And I'm like, oh, who was compromised this time? Then this story comes out. And I'm like, that makes sense. Yikes. Like I can always like correlate it with a video game purchase. That's and terrible. this time it was GameStop. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, good job, games industry. Yeah. yeah, and it sucks. This is mostly just like this is oh Sony. This is mostly just a <laughs> PSA. Like if you yes. bought a bunch of stuff or anything uh, on the, you, the, the, you were yeah. probably already it's sent a new card, like I was. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, here's a statement. They said the security of our customers' payment card data remains our top priority. GameStop recently received notification from a third party that believed payment card data from cards used on the GameStop.com website was being offered for sale on another website. 
Um, it doesn't seem like they're super concerned about it. it. Just says if you identify a charge that wasn't yours, report it immediately to the yeah. bank. Well, I think they're just responding with their boiler template. I mean, I th- it's probably yeah. a thing that's point zero 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 one percent of people who bought stuff would be compromised, but that is enough for a company as big as GameStop to I almost oh. think but <laughs> it's super important for them to make this kind of statement. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, hopefully no one's affected. Yeah, yeah. Just keep an eye on that. I was, except womp, for womp. Destin. <laughs> it was just you. What did you buy? Zelda. Oh, I got yeah. the cartridge of Zelda, and right. I canceled my Switch pre-order. No, I didn't. A lot Max, of people got the Max bought Amazon, my second they? Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was super stoked. Yeah, because they were apparently very hard to very, get. Very, very hard still. to get. Are they still yeah. hard to get? Yeah, they're I still think hard to so. Get. Yeah, I really lucked out by buying Brian's. Yeah, yeah. So because like, I want a Switch right now, what I'm doing is I I have a habit of just collecting things. I love collecting stuff. So right now I'm trading in games, and I try to avoid doing that as much as I can. I know that I should, but uh, I'm hoping that when I trade in all my games. That I have in the U.S. and then go to Australia, trade in more games. Technically, the same company. I will eventually be able to buy a Switch. I think by the end of the year, if I trade in enough stuff nice. for that six ninety. So, <laughs> hoping I can get one for Mario Odyssey. Yeah, you know how they make jokes about how nice. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, <clears throat> we have. Were you making a sixty nine joke? Yeah, I don't know what six ninety means. That's on the meme. It's like uh, we can give you six ninety. What meme? You don't know about the GameStop memes? No, I don't know about any memes. People make jokes about trading value being very low. Six ninety like, seems like so a good you'll, amount. So you'll you'll have like a hundred games, and they're like, "We can give you six dollars and ninety cents." I thought it was six hundred and ninety dollars, and I was gonna say that's a ton of money. You'd be why is it that amount? No. Why is it that amount? Because kids, it's a low well, amount. I, I think people have changed it, but they made it that amount because it's six nine. Nice. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get jokes. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got some questions from the Facebook group. You can find that. On Facebook, if you look for... Facebook.com slash group slash podcast unlocked. And the first one comes from Ian Murphy. Now that some Scorpio specs are out... uh, Yes, are out. It's just spelled wrong. And it will improve all Xbox games, i.e. stable frame rate. Do you think this will affect what platform people buy multi-platform games on? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think it's mostly... I think this is going to start impacting things once E3 rolls around and we see what the difference is. Mm. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to have less of an impact on big multiplayer things. Like, I think everyone who's going to play Destiny 2 has already decided which platform they're going to play. A lot of people, no, no, not necessarily. Well, a lot of people are doing this, Marty. They're talking like Scorpio's coming out as a group. You're my raid group. Are we going to move to Xbox? Are we going to move to PC? A lot of people are having a big. A lot of people are having serious discussions yeah. about moving to PC or Xbox yeah. because Xbox is their platform, yeah. and they're like, we don't care about the exclusives anymore. We're going to move, and that's why I say yes immediately to this. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited to buy a Scorpio. I know I'm getting it. I skipped the S because I knew the Scorpio was coming, mm-hmm. and now that it has all the backwards compatibility, I'm like, yes. So I is your wait. raid group going to play Destiny on Scorpio? We you have talked, all of you. We talked about going to PC, but we're probably going to stick on PS4. Right. Like, if we move, it'll probably be to the PC platform. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm curious for to see how... For reasons, having the access to the exclusive content... Oh, oh you need it for sure. Because yeah. I'm like, all right, I, mean, I can make a video about that and you talk can't, you about can't, it. Man, you probably can't be on Fireteam Chat if you're not playing the exclusive yeah. content. content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it's dumb stuff, like you get a shader or something. I hope they don't do don't like you ever say shaders are dumb. Well, they do like full missions and stuff. Yeah, and I know. Weapons right now and it's kind of a problem. Yeah. I yeah. hope they I hope it they lessen how exclusive the content. Yeah, I, I wonder think how much they're getting paid. So yeah. much of this is going to be messaging from at E3. Uh, both in how Microsoft mes- messages how good the games are going to look, yeah. which third-party games they align with and then vice versa how Sony which games they align with and what their you know, exclusivity deal stuff is. I mean, it seems like an obvious choice to me. It seems like if this game is going to run better on this console that I have, then I'll buy it for that. But then 
On the I mean, flip side, things run worse on the Switch, but if I could have everything on that right now... I'd oh, yeah, like, totally. I'm playing I, Persona I 5, and I'm like, I wish this was on my Switch. That's why Mark. I don't have it. Yeah. I would have bought that game yeah. if it were on Switch. I'm super curious to hear what you think you're on Beyond. Yeah. Um, do you think Sony's going to respond in any way with like their next hardware update a little sooner, like in the next uh, year or two? Or, is, or so. is it Pro for like the next I think four Pro, or five years? I think if the next hardware announcement we see from Sony might be VR 2.0, okay. which I don't think would necessarily have to run on a PS5 or whatever, but I think it's going to be maybe a wireless VR set or maybe something that doesn't well, have Well, they have to box. change the move controllers. That's oh, yeah, totally. Thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm happy regardless that the consoles are now basically at parity. Yeah. Scorpio's going to be a little bit better. Yeah. But uh, it's just nice that it's going to be kind of an even playing well, I mean, it seems like Scorpio's going to be a lot of bit better, which is, I, I, the thing I find most interesting is we're going to have this All sort of ram. triangle shift. This is like the fact that Nintendo... Sony and Microsoft will be doing really different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find interesting. Look for me, they it's still games. in the exclusives. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I don't care how much better the hardware is. If we had these two consoles, like you were saying, that aren't that different, obviously Scorpio is better. I would still go with the one that has the better exclusives. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's the thing I care about more than I. Yeah, care about and hardware. we need to see a lot more from like we know State of Decay and uh, Crackdown and Sea of Thieves well, the and is, probably a Forza game are coming. I'm we always going to have an Xbox because like. I love oh, yeah, Forza. Totally. I love Gears of War. Yeah, I love Halo. Yeah, like the exclusives that they have, I love yeah. and have loved my entire life. Yeah. So it's like there's no way that I'm ever not going to go to that. Yeah, I mean, but when it comes to the the top tier consoles the choice i make is exclusive yeah and yeah. i think they need to grow because i think they already have the audience who loves gears and halo they need yeah, to you're right. uh, they need to entice the people who have a ps4 and give us some jrpgs rippers rippers yeah we could totally get for drippers yeah. and then like 4k tvs i'm looking right now there's yeah. fantastic ones for like 600 dollars. yeah we should maybe like put together an article about that about like if you want these consoles which tvs are gonna help you the most so yeah we do have this gorgeous 4K TV in the office here. That That's really nice. A bunch yeah. of people have bought. Like, Altano bought that same one. Caleb it's, bought that same it's one. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great TV. I played, I played a bunch of games. It's like 1000 now, I think. Yeah. Like when Ryan good. bought it, it was really pricey, but yeah, it's well, it down came down fast. That's definitely a factor for me. It's like oh. what I, I don't – I still have a 1080p yeah. TV. Yeah. So it's like – I don't know. It's it's a weird choice to make, but I think the option to upgrade is always awesome and mm-hmm. it kind of feels similar to the iPhone market right now. Mm-hmm. Like you have the choice to upgrade if you want to, but – Scorpio reminds me a lot of an iPhone update, in a not in a bad way. Uh, no, that sounds like so insulting. It's, uh, it's a slightly better mobile device. Uh, I don't know what to do about the iPhone. It, it I, I want my headphone jack back. That's, that's yeah. the thing that makes it. I want my connect jack back. Yeah, oh, yeah. dang. Um, Justin Eight said, "What movie are you looking forward to most in 2017?" His comment was Thor, Thor, Thor. No, my comment was Thor, Thor, Thor. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything in bold is my comment. Thor does seem pretty good. Um, he fights his friend from work. Yeah, it's great. We, yeah, we saw that trailer that yesterday. So it was good. really funny. Yeah. Uh, I love that watch director. Thor, right? Watch his yeah. other movies, What We Do in the Shadows. What we Do in the Shadows and, and Hunt for the Wilder People. people. The yeah. Thor in that trailer is very much like the viral roommate video. That was really like, good. Per- yeah, yeah. Personality-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like, what he oh, said I like is that Chris Thor. Hemsworth is apparently really funny. And so yeah. he was like, why don't we just Let's lean make him funny? Yeah. All right. I'm totally down with that. If it's like Guardians level humor, then I'm totally with that. Yeah. What else is coming up? I'm excited for all the Marvel stuff. Guardians 2. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious 8. Spider-Man: Homecoming. We're I'm about to get the Last Jedi trailer. There's a new Star Wars. Right? I mean, I think yeah, we're going to see the Last Jedi trailer in a couple of days, and yeah. I think that'll put uh, Baby Driver is coming out, which is a new movie from. Uh, of course, the Boss Baby came out. Boss Baby did come out. Did yeah. very well somehow. Yeah, uh, no, Edgar Wright's new movie. He did Scott Pilgrim and Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the oh, Dead. Oh, Salt. Yeah, awesome. I love the way that they edit those movies. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Boss Baby Driver. So what? What one are you looking forward to most? Got to pick one. I'm going to be Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man. We'll see. Yeah. In three days, it might be Star Wars. That's true. Like once we see that last Jedi, we haven't trailer, seen anything. Once right. we see the last Jedi trailer, it could completely change. Yeah. How about you, Dustin? Fast and Furious. 
Nice. <laughs> but it'll probably switch to Star that's, Wars because I'm going to see that this Friday. Yeah, I was about to say. So, yeah, it's not a good Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so this right. episode will come out, then my answer is going to change. Yeah. 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 No um, one said Justice League. <laughs> I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I, I am too. I'm just worried about how they've handled the DC line. That's, oh, yeah. They've been bad. You know? no, I've just I, I give, hope they fix I've given it. Up I want hope. them to. Yeah. Wonder Woman looks cool, though. She's a wonderful woman. I'm not really a fan of that. Is this still the, is this still the the woman thing? You don't like Lara Croft? I just, you don't like, I just hate women. You don't like Diana Prince, the wonderful woman? Yeah, no, you're right. I saw half a Suicide Squad on a plane, and it wasn't as bad as I thought people made it out to be. I saw. I felt the same way because I didn't see it immediately and was like, okay, this movie is not like, It's going to be terrible. Oh, it wasn't as bad as I expected. I, I saw it with a good drunk. You saw it on day it. one. Yeah. So it's like I had – oh, sorry. Just punched my mic. I had a party. It's because it's a woman. Classic me. Um, next question is from Jeremy Rent. who said, favorite video game box art? Put some, I put some thoughts question. down. I really like Fable 1, which, yeah. is, which is sort of the reflection of yeah, yeah. A, a child, an adult, and good and evil. Mm-hmm. I think the Lost like or the lost Chapters is the good and evil one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, That's I, a good one. Yeah. I also put down the uh, original box for Eco for PS2 in Japan, mm-hmm. which is a very minimalist pulled back shot of Eco and Yorda running across the landscape. And then I put Resistance 3, which was by Ali Moss, oh. which is really good. And also Firewatch, which is also by Ali Moss. Firewatch. Which is a really good cover art. Yeah. This or, is it's a tough question because I don't remember that much stuff. For a long time, every time I saw Mass Effect on the shelf, I'm like, oh, I want to buy. Oh yeah, I have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, don't buy do it. This? I just yeah. I really liked it because it's I just like the vibe of it. And then mm-hmm. like there's actually a variant that was released in Japan, I believe. Yeah. Where it's slightly different. Yeah. And it's uh, mm. equally as cool. Yeah, you know what? I bought line. the first Darksiders because. Uh, I mean, A, it's the kind of game Comic that I love. Art. But no, the art is actually on the cover of the 360 case. Um, was silver and, and shimmery. So if you would tilt it, it would... Ooh. Yeah. So it's like shiny. I was oh, a I totally remember art. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, yeah, the comic book art. Yeah. Joe Mad is like one of my favorite artists. I had the Halo 2 writers. tin case because I think I got I the collector's edition. And too. it was like really simple. Like I thought it was a lot better than the... Because a lot of like AAA box art is kind of garish. And there was a yeah. whole like that what? string of like of guy with gun and back to camera and woman yeah yeah Yeah. i I don't know if you'll remember this but you guys you might marty uh the legend of zelda box for nintendo it was like gold and you could see through the slot that the cartridge was gold yeah and you were like what all the cartridges are gray i I, I love the way that it looks with my 64 cartridges lined up and there are two of them that are gold and it's ocarina of time and majora's mask yeah and it's like it's cool just like even on the shelf i'm like i know what those two are yeah and i had a yellow donkey Kong 64 i think i think there may have been like a red Pokemon. Did you have the, the green N64 with bongo drums? <laughs> no, I somehow only I, I was able to get through you with, the a, launch, with a launch 64. Uh, I just yeah. had a, a boring a boring ass black I, 64. I skipped the PS1 N64 era. I was didn't have the money, so yeah. I would play at friends' places yeah. like GoldenEye stuff like that. It was a good, yeah, it was it's good crazy. A lot of people have nostalgia for 64 games, even though they didn't have a 64. And yeah. like you know, I love that most of those are now on replay. Yeah, yeah, it rolls. Like, yeah, God, that's such a good era for games. Yeah. Um, Jason Sutton asks, will the Xbox One controllers still work with Scorpio? The answer to that is yes. They aren't releasing a new controller alongside Scorpio or anything, so you'll be fine on that. We had a conversation uh, on our Scorpio episode, if you missed that, about whether we want controllers packed in or not because a lot of us already have multiple of them. So Yeah, I'd be, if, it, if it shaves 20 bucks off, I'd say uh, you can have Get your rid controller. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Gumbit, what is your I have 30 minutes to waste game right now? I have two. Zelda mm-hmm. or Destiny. Zelda works really well oh, because Zelda works really well because I play on my just shuffle. you can pull your switch out and you're immediately wherever you were. Yeah, and like Zelda is a thing you can play for seven hours, or you can spend twenty minutes in that world, do a thing, get a Korok seed, get mm. to the other side of the map, yeah. and you did it. No, I'm really bad at putting Zelda down. Oh yeah, yeah we know. I understand. We're, we're, I don't think I can do thirty minutes. Oh, well, yeah. What if you have to? 
I don't think I can. I think that I would be like, all right, I have 30 minutes to spare. Obviously, I'm not going to play Zelda <laughs> because I will lose the entire day. That's not good. No. Yeah. What else is a quick uh, game that you could just play a match or? I don't really have an something? answer to this question. I know a lot of people uh, treat Overwatch that way. Yeah. Up uh, in, play around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, Zach Ryan was talking about how he treated Witcher 3 that way, where wow, he I, would jump in, be able to do something. And then jump out. There is a lot to do. But it also like with Mass Effect, it takes me like two hours just to be like, all right, I'm in this world again. I remember the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's always a tough thing. I Uh, don't think I have an answer to this. I think I have an addictive personality, and 30 minutes with the game is not not good. That's not great. I mean, I feel like yeah, most handheld games, a lot of JRPGs. If you're in the grindy mode, yeah, yeah. I am like that with Pokemon a lot, but Mm -hmm. um, I haven't played it in a while. Mm -hmm. Scary. Yeah, just too scary. Yeah. But no, Gengar is the same height as Danny DeVito. Canonically, really? it's true. Yeah, in the Pokedex. Yep, brilliant. I believe it's four eleven. The thirty minute thing. The designers, Destiny. I was interviewing them, and they actually said they designed stuff so like you can hop in and feel like you accomplished something in like a that's my short. Span yeah, of Titanfall time. two was really good like oh, that as yeah. well. Like you grind out your cards yeah. or whatever. A lot of open really world. Like I felt that way in Watch Dogs too. I'd go in, do some side yeah. quests, and pop up. Oh, GTA is great like that. But every time that I put it in, it has updates. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I'll want to play it and be like yeah. updating two hours. I'm like, damn it, yeah. man. So I just decided to permanently leave uh, GTA five on my Xbox now. Like every time I have to make the decision to uninstall something, GTA five, I will update. always keep that and <laughs> yeah. Fallout. I'm like keeping them in there. Oh, yeah. Fallout. If I know if I get rid of them, day. it's going to take me five hours to put them back on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just keep them there. I finished Fallout with a few different endings. Still haven't done like the master really hard mm-hmm. to get ending where you actually do it with what's his name who keeps bugging you. Yeah, Justin Garvey. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to th- like I, 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 I just don't think I play games in this kind of way. But all right, Good next question. one, Natalie Hines. You think Project Scorpio will keep the Scorpio name? Nope. No, not a chance. <laughs> they can't go with Pro though. Xbox I, I can see Elite. The Xbox One Elite. That's too confusing with the controllers. So I don't think anyone's going to get confused that a controller. Well, Xbox Pro, yo. Xbox Pro, Pro yo. sounds pretty good. But, but you can't. Somebody already did that. that. Yeah, I really don't know what it will be, but it will not be Scorpio. Um, almost. But no I think way. it will Xbox stay. X. I mean, they've already said it's a member one. of the One family, so I don't think its name's going to deviate too far from Xbox One. Xbox One Pro. Xbox. I mean, I don't think you can call it the Pro because you Xbox have the PS4 One Pro. Pro. I wouldn't do Pro? Xbox One Point Two or anything no, like that. No. Uh, yeah, Xbox One Three Hundred and Sixty. I'm trying to think of like of other brands and what they do for that kind of thing like xbox one 64 it'll be xbox something right super xbox xbox 164 xbox xbox ds sold oh marty yeah it'll have xbox in the name will it have one in the name i believe so i think yeah i think it'll be xbox one something yeah Yeah. xbox one master system Well, because the slim is xbox one s that's their marketing term so it could in theory be xbox one x I think Pro. Box One X. Box One Pro. Pro makes the most sense, but it's tough because Sony did it. Because they could align against the PS4 Pro, though. I think it's going to be the Elite. You want the PS4 Pro, Xbox One Elite? They've used What's better than a Pro? Uh, God. Xbox One God. (laughs) Xbox One God. There we go. Xbox One CEO. (laughs) We we figured it out. Uh, Eric Sean Riley, what IP do you think Xbox should bring back? I would love a new Perfect Dark. Oh, yeah. I love Perfect Dark, but I didn't play Zero. Um, You're fine. I didn't want to, actually. Um, but I love the first Perfect Dark. Yeah, Joanna Dark's um, awesome. Are these your, your list, Perfect Dark? Yeah, mine Crimson, Crimson We've Skies talked about this before. Fire. These are all awesome. Yeah. yeah. There's such a wealth, uh, especially on the original Xbox uh, and stuff like Rare Owns, that, that there is so many IP like rife for them to bring back in some interesting way. Oh, Cameo. Well, they could do Banjo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Banjo, I, yeah. Rare seems, Gemini, bro. Yeah. I mean, Rare seems like they're kind of busy with this pirate game. They are kind of busy with that pirate yeah. game. Get yeah. someone else to make it. Sure. It's fine. 
Platonic. Maybe that's the remedy game. <laughs> Maybe that's the re- what banjo. If, I don't, what I don't if think the next Platonic game is just a blatant Jet Force Gemini thing? Like, I would be so down yeah, with that. Yeah. Lupus and Velar and Space Team Venus. What's the man's name? Juno. Juno. That's it. Yeah, that game ruled. Yeah. Um, I, what's the man's name? Yeah, I also hate men. Oh, what, you yeah, just like you just like lupus. Lupus is great. Yeah. he comes um, a tank. <laughs> How about you, Dustin? Uh, I mean, it's on the list. I don't. I couldn't really think of anything from the 360. I want them to bring back most yeah. of the stuff that I really wanted. They have back. Uh, yeah. So, there was yeah. the there was a rumor going around this week. Donkey Kong uh, Country that uh, Bioware Austin is going to be working on a Kotor uh, reboot. That's cool. Yeah. So a single player old school Star Wars RPG, um, which obviously that wasn't a, a, a well, it was an Xbox exclusive, but uh, I would love that. If yeah. Jade Empire on here, I don't know, man. I don't I know if Jade Empire, but I, it'd be cool. I just doubt it. My fear is that yeah. if I go back and play Jade Empire, well, it's really racist. I doubt Perfect Dark. No, dang. Yeah. Maybe. Perfect Dark would be great for them to bring back. I don't know why they just like gave up on it. How do they bring the Perfect Dark back? It's basically. been, what, 10 years? I mean, especially if, since time. you're like a spy. A I mean, it's been the launch that. of 360. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about ten years. Just rebrand um, it, like come up with new, like like what we want just for call Fable. It Perfect Doc. Yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's also like, like you can. I could feel like you could do a. You could design levels in Perfect Dark the way levels in Dishonored are designed, to where you're a future sci-fi spy agent that has so just many tools that, at your disposal. That Perfect Doc doesn't exist now because it's technically in this era cheesy. Whereas what it was in the 90s was current. I think it needs to lean. Did you guys ever play No One Lives Forever? A Bond game? Uh, no. It's heavily inspired by old Bond things. It was, uh, uh, I think it might have been developed by Monolith, who are doing uh, Shadow of Mortar or Shadow of War. Mm. Uh, but it was a, you, you played it, it was sort of like a 60s inspired spy shooter where you played as this like female agent. But it was very much like a serious version of like Austin Powers era okay. spies. Okay. So like there's no Splinter Cell, right? Yeah. What if Perfect Dark became their Splinter Cell? Basically? That'd be cool. Be cool. Yeah. Be awesome. Yeah. I want, I want cool spy stuff. That would be really cool. Yeah. I don't see it happening, but we can dream. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kaufman asks favorite non-gaming podcasts. I put this one down because I listen to a lot of non-gaming podcasts. Uh, three I wrote down were Harmontown, which is a comedy show by Dan Harmon, who is the creator of Rick and Morty and Community. He is one of the funniest, smartest humans that. I've ever listened mm-hmm. to. Uh, listen to that; it's super funny. Uh, My favorite Murder, which is a show about serial killers, and each episode is uh, profiles uh, a different serial killer throughout that history. Kind of stuff is fascinating. Yeah, and it's these two like hilarious uh, female comedians from LA who are have like the best rapport with each other. They're incredible, yeah. and then. Uh, S-Town just came out, which is from This American Life and uh, The Serial Team. And it's a seven-part uh, story about a guy in Alabama who is one of the most fascinating people I've ever heard. And sort of every every episode of the show, you think you know what it's about, and then it transforms into something else. Very good. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, Radiolab isn't on here. Radiolab's incredible. Yeah. I've um, literally never listened to a podcast. Yeah. Got to check out She's never listened to a podcast. Yeah. I have never listened to any. You should listen to Unlocked. Don't have time. Radiolab. it. It's fantastic because of how much editing is put into yeah. it. They do sound bumps. They jump oh, around in the cool. story. Yeah. Like they, they are talking in the studio. Then they jump to what happened like when they actually did the interviews. Mm-hmm. They must take like a year to develop a story. Like yeah. They yeah. spend a lot of time on each story right. and it really shows. I like how you say it. you don't have time to listen to them. Like I don't sit down and listen to podcasts. I listen to them in transit. Like you have a commute to work, right? Yeah, but I usually read. So it's like if I have to make the choice you. between the two, I would read a book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. That's fair. So we have a different commute. I walk to work. I'm not going to read sure. and walk because that's yeah. a foolish thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, in theory, I could listen to podcasts or audiobooks at the gym, but I feel like listening to music is more motivating. So that's like, yeah. no, not if you're listening to murders because you're like, I gotta get strong so I can fight off the murders. That's a good point. Yeah. I'll give it but a then shot. you're like running, then you're like, oh, what? What? <laughs> oh my God. Um, the weird thing is listening to a comedy podcast while you're like running or while you're like, if you just start laughing in the middle oh, of something. Oh, yeah. Like, I, uh, I was doing cardio the other day and I watched um, Steve Gaynor and Sean Vanaman streaming. Uh, Resident Evil 7 yeah. and I was on the bike and I just had it sitting on the bike and I was watching them on Twitch and kept laughing but yeah. I was like doing cardio yeah, yeah, it was weird I was like puffing and this laughing every now and then it was yeah. like this is very strange yeah. like I'm aware this looks dumb um, to the marketplace ra- market race the marketplace report Destin yeah. what do we got Bulletstorm full clip edition that is available Duke Nukem does some voices in there we had that adds, that adds whole new element. G2A G- what is it the website G2A? oh yeah the G2A thing that was weird whole disaster that was weird what I don't yeah. even know how to give a synopsis of that. We'll I encourage you to look it up. Yeah. Um, anyway, ukulele, $40. Marty reviewed it. We talked mm-hmm. about it recently. Mm-hmm. Crawl, $12. You wrote down roguelike brawler indie. It's like pixelated. Yeah. And, it's uh, cute. Really unique. Yeah. Uh, MX versus ATV 2017 official track edition. That's $40. Yeah. And Arrow, which is $15. It's got an 83% of Metacritic. Mm-hmm. It's like a shooter. You're you're in a ship and you fly Beautiful. around and shoot stuff. It looks cool. It looks – it's very pretty. Yeah. Um, I don't really know exactly what it is. It looks like it's on rails and you shoot through a kind of – the world almost reminded me of Recall. Yeah. Um, so it looks it's really cool. cool. Yeah, we'll check it out. Marketplace, much requested add to backwards compatibility. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, mm-hmm. also Elder Scrolls Online, is completely free to play this week. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you want to check it out, yeah. go do that. It. And it's all the same games of gold. I got the wrap up because yeah. we have guests coming in and we need to leave. Oh, do we? Rise. Out? Get Rise. Yeah. Rise Walking Dead, right. Darksiders, yeah. AC Revelations. All right. That is it for us this week. Uh, Ryan will be back in a couple of weeks. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. So uh, look off. Maybe I'll be show. back in a couple of weeks. Marty and Destin will uh, join you next week. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.